What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 73. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, Rich. How are you? Doing great, man. Got a nice little uh, computer, half a half a man cave set up with uh, my computer monitors and stuff. Got my mic going. Ready to, I'm ready to go, man. Uh, how are you doing? I know you guys had a WWE over there, so. <laughs> you know, just a just a, a typical day in the house of the Lachlan household here. You know how it goes with kids. Do, do I need to throw you the two beers after? Because uh, you finished oh. them off like Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think so. A couple of stunners. <laughs> These are the moments that uh, you, rem- you always remember. You'll look back on. Oh, I know. Especially, especially when they get older. I know. It's just yeah. It's 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 in the in the heat. It's a little more difficult, you know. Yeah, I don't want to give you the rock bottom, but if you say one more <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get right into it. I mean, we had uh, right. we had the uh, Elite Eight wrap up for the NFL. It was a great great week of football. Weekend of football. Uh, it's probably one of the best weekends we had in a long time. I probably I probably want to go whatever. This is this is probably one of the best weekends I've ever seen as far as games. I mean, each game was so suspenseful, so much going on. I mean, we had the Rams and the Bucks. Uh, the Rams almost give it away. I mean, they got up early and then they let Brady come back. I thought that Brady's coming back like the uh, the Falcon Super Bowl game. I thought, I thought I got a little scared there for a minute because I had picked the Rams in the, on that money line. So, how much longer do you think we're gonna get a Brady? I don't know. This is a uh... Well, to go back to the game real quick, I, I, I uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I said never count Brady out, but man, like some of these things just start to get ridiculous after a while. I mean, four, four fumbles or three fumbles by uh, the the Rams down the stretch to, you know, Brady and the Bucks had no business being in this game. They got thoroughly outplayed for pretty much the entire game. And the fact that they went down and, and were able to tie it up, you know, with 30 seconds to go, was just you know, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know what it is with these teams that Brady's on, man. But sometimes it's like even, even, even when you know there's a point zero one percent chance of like win probability, you can't, you can't ever count them out. It's, it's really just like it's wild. Yeah, I think it's part of their relief level. I kind of feel like things are going to go their way, so they kind of, it's kind of like I don't know what to say, like, uh, like they just leave it all in the field because they know, like deep down inside, they know they're going to win. And they know something's going to happen if they keep playing hard that they're going to win. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, just like you mentioned, and the fumbles, the, the fumble snap, the best receiver fumbled, Cooper Cup fumbled, yeah. um, Cam Akers fumbled. fumbled. Yeah, it was just like, man, what, like, what's going on, man? Because uh, the game, the game, the game was like twenty-seven to three at one point. I mean, yeah. I thought I thought they were probably going to get to forty, but you know that's why they play the game. So. Yep. Again, you know, and then even when they got the when the Rams got the ball back. Uh, Stafford gets sacked on the first play, uh, almost fumbles again, and I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, just, just kneel it and go to o- overtime and take your chances in OT. Your defense has been dominant on, on Brady all game, but then, uh, you know, good about 15, 20 yard pass play down the field, and then uh, Stafford hit Cup right, you know, right over the, for the game winning field goal. Yeah, that I understand. I understand how the hell he was wide, o- so so wide open. Yeah, it sounded like Arian said that they had called a blitz, but not everyone heard the play call and. And then there was a busted coverage. So yeah, I mean, the fact that he didn't have two two guys on top uh, on him the whole the whole time, anyways, is 
baffling yeah. to me, but yeah, the fact that he was able to get open over the top like that. Just insane. And Stafford put it put it on right on him. Oh yeah. In there. He almost got it for a touchdown too. That was I a know. crazy thing. I know. But yeah, then that was it. That's uh that's it for Tom Brady's uh twenty second year. Um, yeah, th- I, I I think he'll do another two. I think, I think, so. uh, think call I don't know, man. This is like uh this is kind of the first time that that after a game that he's really not not that he's not been definitive before, but this is the first time you kind of hear him talking about family and and you know the the hits that he's taken and being in the league this long. I don't know. You know, I, I think uh, I think he probably has one more year is my guess. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he's if he calls it quits after this. And it, it may not, you know, he may not say it's because he's done with football. Obviously, he's still super competitive. But it may be, you know, maybe a family thing. I mean, I think his oldest son is 14 and he's shuttling back from New York to Tampa. Uh, I can't imagine that Giselle loves being in Tampa. She probably wants to be in Miami or or Los Angeles or New York. Something like that. Yeah. So. I, I got to imagine that's stressing the rela- the that home relationship a little bit. I don't think she's a huge fan of football to begin <laughs> with. But yeah, this is the kind of the first time you hear you've heard him kind of be a little mortal about it. Normally, it's you know a couple of lines like yeah, well, you know, go into the off season and figure out what we're gonna do. And this time was kind of a, a longer explanation. And I don't know if that's like a you know I, I I've heard the talking heads are like oh is is he trying to get Bruce Arians fired because he can't stand the guy or is he positioning himself to hopefully go go to a different different team or, or you know what have you so yeah but that's the thing where would if that's the case where would he go and then uh who who would they bring who else would they bring in um I I don't, don't, maybe sean payton i don't know, I don't know. People, people are talking like what's we call it uh tennessee um but then you got ryan Tannehill, you got a big dead cap hit there so that that might not make sense this year uh, could he go to San Francisco? Jimmy G's contract is basically easy to get out from under after this year. If he doesn't, you know, get to the Super Bowl or win a, I mean, I would, I would say if he doesn't win a Super Bowl at this point, is it something where they could get Brady in San Francisco for a, a low dollar deal, and then Trey Lance is is there year three? I don't know. There, you know, there's a, I think there's a. That would that would be his best bet to go to San Fran. I mean, I mean that team's that built, ready to go. And that would suck for Jimmy G to get <laughs> to get replaced by Tom Brady twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I but, don't know. I mean, I, I I think that if he plays, it's in Tampa, and you just say, hey, look, like they had a bad string of injuries down the stretch there, um, with you know Godwin getting hurt, Antonio Brown losing his mind, Tristan Wirfs, the the you know all-pro right tackle getting hurt. So do you just yeah do you just chalk it up to an injury thing? Hey, look, we'll we'll get at it. With the same guys, just got to make sure. I mean, Godwin's a free agent, so you, you got to get him yeah. on a contract. And and he wants to be loaded again. I mean, do, do you want to get him some younger running backs? I mean, playoff Lenny's getting a little older. Um, the backups there were, were kind of older, so. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's going to be the, the mystery. Him and uh, Aaron Rodgers, see where they go. I mean, speaking of Rodgers, the Packers lost to the 49ers. 49ers played their game. They kept it ugly. Low-scoring game. I mean, this is another one. I mean, Rogers, Rogers is still uh, under contract, but you know he wants to go. Adams is a free agent, but I think Adams is going to try to package himself to another team or to the same team that Rogers goes to. I mean, it's the same team that has those options. Uh, 49ers. I'm hearing the Broncos because the Broncos are looking at the offensive coordinator for Green Bay as a uh, potential head coach. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what uh where 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 these two guys go. Yeah, I think you know Rogers was on. Um on with Pat McAfee this afternoon, basically saying that, you know, they're going to 
they're going to come up with a decision. He's going to wait till uh, till the Devonta Adams decision, and uh, they, that they're going to they're going to have something by um, that uh, franchise tag date. I think you're right. I think they're a package deal at this point. Um, if Green Bay wants to keep them, my guess is they're going to have to sign Adams to a a nice hefty contract, um, which he he deserves. He's best, you know, if not the best, you know, a top top three uh, at worst wide receiver in the league. And and Rogers, uh, I think I think signing a guy like that might turn Rogers into wanting to to stay in Green Bay. And and I think that you know, although. I felt like a lot of people assume that he's going to leave. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a done deal. I mean, he seems like he's kind of repaired his relationship with the franchise a little bit. He was very uh, complimentary of what, you know, they've done this year um, as opposed to kind of shooting the firing squads like he did last year. So I think their issue is going to be the, the, the cap. And, and obviously we know the cap is cap is crap, but <laughs> they still have to get under it. So. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the uh, defensive side of the ball because I think they have some players over there that they're going to have to either restructure or mm-hmm. um, cut bait with. So, yep. Then uh, on the AFC side, I mean, we had the uh, who that the what was the Cincinnati thing? Who they? Who they? Who they? Bengals. This game could have probably been a, a a lot a high scoring game compared to how many times uh, Cincinnati got in the red zone. They kept kicking damn field goals, and the fact that Joe Barrow got sacked nine times, but I mean that didn't affect him, man. He was looking like uh, he was looking like Superman out there, man, just throwing off those uh, throwing off those sacks. wasn't rattled by it. He does hold the ball a long time too, but I mean I, they got it done, man. The defense showed up. Um, they held uh, King Henry and uh, those uh, two monsters out on the outside. Another great game, man. Like I said, I believe in Joe, man. Yeah, I think I think I think Joe's gonna be a you know he's gonna be a superstar. He hung in there. He got crushed. Uh, his line wasn't giving him any help whatsoever. No help. No. Uh, and uh, but yeah, he he did. You know, like you said, they probably should have if they converted on a couple of those early you know the turnover and, and those early possessions that they uh, that this shouldn't have even have been a close game. I don't think they should have blown him out of the water. But you know they waited waited on Tannehill to make some mistakes and he did that and. Uh, they were able to capitalize and, and and kick a you know the rookie the kick a long long field yeah. goal to win the game. So they got beat by a, ro- a rookie kicker and a, a, a second year uh, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah, who does not look like a second year quarterback at all. No, that guy's got some swag, that's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, I mean if he's doing this in the second year, imagine you know year you know five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Uh, if 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 they can get some offensive linemen over there, it's gonna be ridiculous, especially with those weapons. Nope, I agree. Then uh, we got the other game. I mean, what's the what's the movie? Gone in Gone in. Uh, I'm gonna call it Gone in 13 seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had the uh, the Chiefs uh, going back and forth with the Bills. Um, they're going pretty much going shot for shot, touchdown for touchdown. Um, I thought it was over, man. I'm not gonna lie. There was 13 seconds left. I thought it was over, man. I you know I did I I did too. Um... But then, you know, not not squib kicking it was kind of a weird decision. You know, even not didn't have to be a squib kick, but kick, keeping it in place so they have to return it. Yeah. Um, thought that was strange. And then the just the way their defense was set up. I mean, Kelsey basically got right down the middle twice. Yeah, uh, I'm not was, sure. Was it, oh, it was Hill first. Hill first and then, first, and then yeah. Kelsey. Uh, yeah, like they, they – that's what I understand. They, they didn't have uh, – I'm surprised they didn't have more guys in uh, coverage instead of rushing with four. I know yeah. normally – Normally, in those situations, you really only rush for, like, two people, and you throw everybody as, like, one as a spy and everybody else in coverage. 
just to just to have a quarterback stall to try to find somebody who's open, but, you know, waste more clock. But I mean, that's all. I mean, they called the right place. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so you saw the difference, right, between how how to manage the clock at the end of the game between Dallas last week and and uh, and Mahomes this week. I mean, I, granted they had timeouts, but they knew exactly where they needed to go, how much time that they had, and and how long plays take. I mean, you saw Kelsey; he could have kept going, but he went down, and they got the timeout. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, got Butker into you know a 49 yard yarder in in 13 seconds, which is just incredible. I, I just didn't understand the defense. Like you have best pass defense in the league. Why are you playing like everyone 40 yards off the line? Like I get it; you don't want to get beat deep for a touchdown, but you could do that with one guy. Yeah, I think I think deep. I think they were just so scared because of the previous possession where they they threw it to Tyree uh, quick on that slant and he just pieced everybody out. Yeah. Um, off the sideline. Yeah, I mean, again, I get that, but you know, then fine, throw two guys back there and, and rush two guys and throw seven in the middle. Like I just didn't have having throwing a twenty-five yard cushion on both plays was kind of ridiculous. I mean, they they went forty-seven yards in two plays. Yeah, pretty much. With Thirteen seconds left, and it wasn't like they were hard, you know, contested catches. These guys were right over the middle, wide open. Yeah, man. I mean, they gotta. I mean, the Buff- Buffalo has some. Uh, Explain you to do in the mirror. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, I don't. I don't think they could really say, you know, because of the overtime rules, they lost this game. I mean, the defense didn't make any stops that pass like from 13 seconds to uh-huh. uh, even the from the previous previous possession before that, going from that all the way to overtime. I mean, all they needed was one stop. I mean, that yep. would have probably changed the whole game. But pass goes off to the the uh, the Chiefs. I mean, they proved their very dangerous uh, offense. Um, so you definitely want to keep that offense off the field. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, Cincinnati plays them. Even though they beat them before, you know, we talked about this before, it's hard to beat a team twice. And then the fact that, uh, you know, Cincinnati's uh, offensive line is not the greatest. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, that defense shows up. But I also think, uh, I know Mathis went out too for um, the Chiefs. I know that hurt them on defense too. So Who, is it? Who went out? Um, oh, um, Matthew. Matthew, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he looked like he got a, he was concussed there. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's okay and he's back for for next week because they uh, they need him back there. Oh yeah, especially to cover those uh, three receivers. Yep. 49ers and the Rams, two LA teams going at it. It's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, well, not LA, but two California teams. Uh, you know, San Fran and uh, LA teams mm-hmm. going at it. What was it? The, uh, the the Rams had a remo- they had a ban on uh, like San Fran people trying to buy uh, Super Bowl tickets <laughs> or something like that. Well, you heard uh, that. That last game of the season, when they um, uh, the all the all the San Fran fans were there, uh, it was loud. When San Fran was doing, you know, doing well, so yeah, they're trying trying to keep the San Fran fans out. The problem is in L.A. Just in general, there's not really many L.A. fans. They're just, you know, I don't know what it is. Even like Dodger games and, and Laker games. I mean, they're Laker fans, but they're not like not like hardcore guys. You know what I mean? They're like star. They're star fans, so they go yeah. see they go see whoever. Like they show, they'll show up to the games where the team is playing big stars. Right. So we see it as we see it sometimes in New York when the Knicks aren't doing too good. But uh, once LeBron comes into town, KD or somebody else, uh, that's when all these uh, people show up that are supposed to Knicks fans that we never seen all season. But it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, these teams played before the 49ers. They put it on them. Uh, pretty much bullied them the whole way. It's going to be interesting if, uh, to see if uh, the Rams respond to that. And they don't let that happen again because uh, your boy Debo is uh man he's a he's a monster out there man. 
he's a he's a beast. Um, they got him. They got him and Trent Williams, man. Yeah, I mean him, Trent Williams, IU, Eli Mitchell. I mean that that uh that crew that they have is uh George Kittle. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they're just they're just a rough and tumble team uh on both sides of the ball. They want to hit people all the time. I, I actually really enjoy watching them play. I like watch, I feel like Shanahan's offense is like like a pretty offense. So, you know, the zone blocking and, and the running um, mm-hmm. the running game that he has. And then, you know, being able to, to capitalize on some play action and, and getting Jimmy out on the boot. You know, I, I, I like watching them play. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't wait for him to get some weapons, some more weapons over there. I mean, or I don't want to say weapons, but a quarterback, a better quarterback. Because, I mean, you, I don't even remember what he was doing out there in Atlanta with, you know, Ryan and um, Julio Jones. And, I mean, they were that was like the number one offense that year, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, they, I mean, they've been good. Yeah, they've been really good. So, uh, Shanahan, Shanahan has those guys uh, always in, in the – I don't know. He's just got a good offensive mind. I mean, yeah, he, he his, just da- know, his dad he, he, did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I'm yeah I'm sure I'm sure that's who you learned it from especially when you're at such a young age when you're around the game that much I'm sure you pick up so much so oh yeah I mean remember those those uh the Terrell Davis years Clinton mm-hmm. Portis uh yeah seems like those. in Denver and Denver every year every year there was running back running for you know fifteen sixteen hundred yards yeah but how about uh you know I know this came up a little bit last week how about the three coaches that uh. That Washington had on their staff, Shanahan. Oh yeah, McVay <laughs> and uh, Matt Lafleur. Yeah, it's just like okay, <laughs> did, did somebody not interview these people? <laughs> like, <laughs> I well, I well, I think McVay McVay took he took um, Lafleur with him, but then uh, Shanahan went down with Dan Quinn down to Atlanta. Yeah, that's one of those things when you have like people in house. It's just like. They didn't even try. They didn't even keep one. If you think about it, like no, they didn't. That that's the. I understand if you have like that much talent in the building, and you're not able to retain all three, but you get one of them. But they weren't even able to keep three, any of them. So that means that that means they picked somebody else over those three guys. Mm-hmm. That person's probably no no longer in the league right now. You just look at the name. They don't even have a football name, like a football team name. So I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> then they got the buckles going on with the emails. I mean. Uh, they probably yeah a lot of they, that's probably why they they wasn't uh didn't uh, keep those guys those guys were probably out of there after what they saw in there and then the fact that uh they was exchanging emails about other stuff and not uh, actually looking at emails for guys that are looking to move up in the organization yeah no you're not wrong there so uh so, so give me your picks for uh for the semis for the uh the Rams versus the uh, 49ers I think we're gonna see a, a rematch of two years ago I think we're gonna get um. The Chiefs and and uh, the 49ers. I uh, oh. I like the I like the track record with um, Shanahan against McVeigh. I think he's won his last eight. I, I think that I just think that they're they're more a more complete team right now. I think the Rams are probably more talented, but don't sleep on the 49ers talent. I mean that defense is is loaded to uh, Bosa, Fred uh, Warner. You know they're solid uh, on the defensive side. You saw it in Green Bay. I mean they. They're able to shut Rodgers and company down. Do, and, do, you, and I think, do you think if uh, the 49ers win, win it all, you think they keep uh, uh, Garoppolo? <laughs> I think you, I think you <laughs> have to. I mean, they, they seem to hate him for some reason, but how do you how do you move on from him? I mean, it's, it's not like he's been bad. He was terrible. If they were like, like Peyton Manning Denver bad that year that he won the Super Bowl, like – 
when he yeah, but his, when, when his arm just gave out at the end, and obviously he was retiring anyways. But yeah. like, if it was that bad, I would say okay, like you got to move on. But he's been decent, and his record's good. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you get rid of him. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I said. Maybe they do a, a swap. I don't know. Maybe maybe they send him to to, to uh, the Texans for Deshaun Watson and some picks, and then they just they just roll with uh, Trey, uh, Trey Lance for until uh, uh, Watson can come back. So I don't know, man. That's the thing. I I feel like they're gonna move on from an upgrade because I feel like they got there's so much offensive they offensively they want to do that they can't because. He just uh, gives away games at times. Yeah, he's he's always good for a for a terrible pick uh, or terrible just a throw in, in in general at a terrible point in the game. And then uh, get, who you who you like in the uh, the other matchup for the Bengals oh, and the Chiefs or the Chiefs? I, li- I like KC. Yeah, I I, uh, I think there's just too much firepower there. Um, and and you know their defense was was you know serviceable through the first you know what you call it for the first uh, about I don't know fifty five minutes of the game the other mm-hmm. night. So I think, uh, I, I, I just think there's too much there. I think Mahomes wills that team to win and, and gets them into another Super Bowl in LA. If, if the Bengals win it all, what do you say? I, I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow is, is, is a legend. <laughs> Already? He, I mean, he will be. Imagine, like, your, your last three years, you went national championship at LSU, which immediately makes you a god forever in, in the state of Louisiana. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, rookie year, yeah, tear your ACL. Second year, you come back and win a Super Bowl in Cincinnati, who's, uh, if they've won, did they ever won a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I, I think the last time they were uh, in the Super Bowl, I think, was 88 or something like that. It was against the 49ers. Yeah, but I don't think they ever won. I don't think they've ever won either. They were in it in 82. I think the only time they could have won is like maybe in the 60s or 70s. I'm crazy. No, no, they've only been to two. They were in in 1982. They lost. And then they were in in 89. In 82, they lost the 49ers both times. Imagine that 49ers Bengals in the in the Super Bowl again. Oh, that would be uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Just because just just because the odds, the betting on that is, is, I'm sure if you bet either of those teams to be in the Super Bowl, you're making, let's say you bet a hundred dollars, you're probably making, I want to say a hundred grand at least mm. with those odds. Something mm. the odds the odds on that has to be crazy if you did that if you bet that from the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. So so the Bengals Bengals never won a Super Bowl. So um, yeah, Joe Burrow. <laughs> would immediately become a god in Cincinnati. So <laughs> he could retire. He could retire after year two and, and uh you know that no you know it would be it would be it for him. That that'd probably be one of the greatest careers ever. It would be amazing. And then uh on other news in the NFL, I mean not too much. I mean your boy Antonio Brown posting memes of uh of his former <laughs> team. Now uh he's taking pictures with uh the Ravens gear on, trying to get signed to the Ravens. I I I, th- I think some teams gonna take a chance on him. I don't know who though. I wouldn't surprise me. You've seen it, you know, year in and year out in this uh, in this league that talent overrules craziness at times. So mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's if he's on a roster starting next year. Oh yeah, and then uh, I don't I don't think the Ravens should sign him. In fact, you know, he was uh, I felt like he could have went there too, but he decided to go to uh, Tampa Bay. So, Where is that? Uh, uh, when he originally was, uh, you know, looking for teams, oh, I, remember, yeah. I remember he was working out with Lamar and his uh, cousin. But, mm-hmm. but I felt like he could have been went there. But I mean, yeah. at this point in time, I don't, I don't think he's a, 
especially uh, their uh, because of the you know the way they run out run, run their uh, their team. I don't think he fits there. I think he'll be out of there quick if he tries to go there and uh, start stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know if you've seen um, uh, Arizona State signing pretty much a bunch of uh, NFL coaches to uh, help run their uh, their team. They got uh, uh, Marvin Lewis to run the defense, Billick to run the offense. And then you got your boy Herm Edwards as head coach, man. Yeah, I mean Herm Herm's been there for a while. Sounds like he's pulling some old uh, some old talent in. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, any other uh, colleges uh, look for, for like older head coaches to run their programs. Yeah, I mean the problem with those guys is that I don't know how well that they recruit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's the part that's difficult for these guys that that retire from the NFL or that not retire but maybe are done in the NFL to get back into recruiting or something like that, hitting the road a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, the knowledge is, is great and, and, and the experience, if you can get the guys there. I mean, you can see, look at what Dion's doing down in uh, uh, Jackson State, Jackson State, um, pulling some big recruits and, and, you know, maybe a little different from his end, but, uh, you know, same idea. Yeah, but I think they all have the same, like, they're all pretty much for that, from that same, like, age group as far as, like, you know, principles and morals. Um, right. I think that's good to, for them to pass that on to some of the younger kids. So we see a different group of uh, um, adults, so to say, or NFL players uh, coming right. up in, 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 uh, in into the league. So and then we have the Giants. I mean, they hire a GM, and then they interview every coach in sight. Looks <laughs> looks like your boy Dave is getting a second interview uh, and some other uh, head coaches. Uh, I think Dave might be it, man, because they hired the uh, assistant from uh, from uh, Buffalo. Uh, looks mm-hmm. like a lot. Looks like a lot of people are trying to get Buffalo staff the team right now. So, yeah, this happens quite a bit, right? I mean, you see Sean McVay loses people all, all the time. Um, teams that are successful, uh, you know, they want that winning culture. And and uh, you know, I think Dayball has been prime for a position here. You know, I thought last mm-hmm. year might have been a, been a year for him to to move on. But yeah, I mean, I think he's a he's a he's he's definitely going to get a shot here. So, um, you know, you never the thing is, you never know sometimes with these guys how they yeah. are as head head coaches. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I was listening or reading some things about McDermott and um, and Dayball, and people are concerned about Josh Allen. And they're like, look, he's got the coach. The the coach knows what he's doing. The head coach. You can bring in an OC. They'll figure it out. Josh Allen is now at a point where he, you know, he he's going to be fine. Dermot yeah. knows how the how you know how how to how to run a successful offense with them. Yeah, he's a defensive guy, but you know he's 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 had Dayball kind of you know showing him the offense the last few years. So I I wouldn't really be overly concerned about that. But yeah, sometimes the coordinators you never know you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find the right head coach. Yeah, but it's also I think it's going to be on the other staff as well and the GM. Because uh, sometimes if you don't have a GM and a head coach is now on the same page, uh, it, it could easily go south. So, yeah, yeah, it can for sure. Sean, how about Sean Payton retiring today? Or not oh yeah, retiring, I about but that. Stepping away from coaching. Yeah, your boy Sean Payton's out of there. He uh, realized that uh, uh, Taysom Hill is not going to be getting him <laughs> to the Super Bowl anytime soon. So he uh, had to reassess his life. Uh, I think I, I think that's uh, I think COVID is uh, is speeding up some of the retirement for some of these guys. It's definitely, and maybe it's COVID, maybe it's just, you know, where the league's at right now. But yeah, it's definitely, you definitely see these guys wearing down a little bit, you know, except for Bill Belichick, who's like a robot and just continues to press on, you know, regardless of 
regardless of whether or not <laughs> whether or not he's he's outdated or not he's still he's still moving forward yeah i mean peyton i think the last couple of years has looked a little beat up beaten up beaten down even even you know i know they had they got to the uh you know divisional round last year with breeze and breezes last year against tampa but um yeah even this year he just you know i watched a few of the games and you could tell he just he just looks tired i, I don't know yeah, how to pretty explain much. it and and i don't know maybe you know he he uh takes a year off or Maybe he takes a couple weeks off, and and Jerry Jones calls him. We'll see. But I think for him to come back, it's going to have to be in a good program with a good young quarterback, which yeah, is hard, some, which hard to find. Yeah, somebody's going to call him. Um, Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not I I think I think Jerry Jones will call him. He he's got ties to Dallas. He's a Texas boy. I guarantee you that Jones is going to get fed up with Mike McCarthy at some point, whether it's you know in three weeks or whether it's in it you know. A year or two, and Dak is going to be sitting there waiting for waiting for Sean Payton. Oh yeah, I mean that would put Dallas on the map. I mean I don't think they really had a honestly a competent coach uh, in the past two years that you could say that uh, that uh, help them get to the Super Bowl. But even though I mean even though they have talent, I mean they they got they need a lot of uh, coaching behind it. They do, and and that's where they're lacking big time. You can, you can just see it. I mean look at the difference in the teams this week this past weekend versus that. Dallas team, you know, getting penalties, you know, late in the game. Poor clock and management. Poor clock. <laughs> I mean, Mike McCarthy's been known for poor clock management his whole career. So, um, but yeah, I, I think that I think that that's probably an ideal landing spot for Sean Payton. Good line, good young receivers, good quarterback, good defense. You know, he he can he could probably pull any defense coordinator he wants in there. Have I'm free hearing, reign. I'm hearing uh, <clears throat> um, they might not resign. Uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Amari Cooper. I thought he was already on, on contract. Uh, I heard something about that. Uh, that I'll he's, th- a, he's already got a contract, I think. Yeah, but I think signed that- a, he signed a five-year, forty million dollar deal. Let's see, two years ago. So let's see, what's his guaranteed salary next year? It should, uh, it should, it should, it should be up now, right? Zero dollars guaranteed next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hearing uh, trade rumors possibly. Because I think they're looking to do some stuff with the cap. So yeah, if he's cut, he's cut. It's a six million dollar dead dead hit. But uh, you save sixteen million. He's he's a twenty two cap hit next year. I mean, they could that could easily be restructured too. They could just lengthen it out if they want to. But he is he's twenty eight. I mean, they're gonna have CD Lamb. Zeke is up too, right? Zeke is he? Let's see. Uh, Zeke? No, no, he's uh he's got. I would say he's got two more years before they can do anything with his contract. His contract oh. kicks in next year. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, twelve point four million guaranteed, eighteen million dollar cap hit, and then next year, sixteen eleven dead money, and then the year after it's you know manageable five million. Oh damn! Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be there for a while. Yep. You got him for year. two more years. He didn't really do that much either. No, and you got Tony Pollard, who's you know, a service coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when 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 does Dax? Uh, I mean, they got that that line is is tied up. And yeah, Dak, <laughs> Dax kicks in uh, next year. Twenty million yeah. guaranteed, uh, thirty four million dollar cap hit. So somebody's gonna have to be moved. Yeah, they're gonna. Could you, I mean, could you, you can't have a thirty four. A quarterback that's thirty four, a running back that's twelve, and a receiver that's sixteen. Let's see where are they at. They are. That's what uh, 70, 65, 70 million for three three people. 
Yeah, I mean their cap. Demarcus Lawrence is twenty seven million. Um, but oh yeah, they're so they're twenty one million over. I'd say Demarcus Lawrence is getting cut slash reworked. Cooper twenty two, Dak thirty four, Zach Martin. A lot of these guys have zero dollars guaranteed though. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence can't be cut though. Nineteen million dollar, oh, nineteen million dollar dead cap, dead cap hit. Oh, so it looks like it's uh Mark Cooper then. <laughs> yeah, they got some, they got some big contracts there, and, the, and a lot of dead money, a lot of yeah, they're just gonna have to start extending these guys' contracts out. They'll figure it out. That's why they pay these, they pay these guys a bunch of money. Oh yeah, and then uh, they got the analyst guys are in the back there punching punching the numbers now. That's what I mean. They pay those analysts a ton of money. They, I mean, they have just cap guys now on on uh, on the staffs. Yeah, 160 million to the off- offense next year. <laughs> That's crazy. We'll see where Peyton lands up. Yep, and then we'll see uh, where these other two quarterbacks go. Hopefully, uh, we get a spicy offseason and the Giants don't mess up the draft. So, then on to the NBA. Lakers are still struggling. Uh, LeBron's playing great, but uh, everybody else is not. Who, who, who do you think? Uh, you think you think somebody? You think the coach gets uh, fired, or you think uh, they make they make a trade and uh, try to swing Westbrook somewhere or something? Oh uh, man, I don't know. What a what a mess they've created over there, though. Yeah, I mean they 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 let go all their heart guys and their guys that play defense and uh and the they depth just, they just have no depth. Yeah, and they they, they kind of just went for flashy names, not realizing uh not all the pieces going to gel together. So I wonder if that was a LeBron thing. If LeBron was in Rob Polinka's ear telling him to trade for Westbrook. Well, I don't know, man, because uh I remember they had a uh, initially the trade was for uh, Buddy Hield. And then all of a sudden, mm. you see it was uh, for Westbrook. So I wonder, I wonder how much they're regretting that. Because I don't think, uh, I don't think they were giving up much for uh, Heald compared to Westbrook. I think they would have kept more pieces um, if they had Heald. And Heald has a, a more uh, cap friendly contract, and he's a shooter. They need shooters. Yeah, I know. I mean, they gave away all the shooters, all their uh, top defensive players, and all the hard guys. And then not to mention Anthony Davis is a uh, barely playing <laughs> i mean that was kind of the knock on him it wasn't I don't, I don't think it's it should be you know overly surprising to too many people oh yeah i mean if they really want to shake things up i would trade i would trade uh davis too <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't see them doing that unfortunately i, don't, I know where you'd like him to go though who davis yeah oh no nah, i don't i don't really, really have a place for him to go no nah, he, he he can't he can't come to new york he's got to go uh <laughs> he gotta go somewhere else you go anywhere else but New York. <laughs> Great player, but not somebody I would like uh, on my team. I'll take I'll take Zion over that. Yeah, I don't know about. That. <laughs> I mean, I told you, man, this is all part of the plan. Man. Know, Zion's faking the funk right now, man. He's faking the funk, man. He's wearing extra. He wearing six X clothes, putting putting uh, d- uh, double hoodies under his shirts. He's putting that James Harden, man. I, I saw him <laughs> talking before a game before. What's all this talk of James Harden? You know, want, wanting to get traded again. Do you want out of Brooklyn? Well, I don't. I don't think he's gonna resign. I think he's gonna hit free agency. I don't think he likes uh, how things are going with Kyrie. I don't know, and I think and I think he wants more of a star role. So I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to make his way to the Knicks or some another team in free agency. But I wonder. It might be a, a sign and trade just so they don't lose them for nothing. So, but I don't know where he goes. Maybe maybe they go. Well, I was gonna say maybe they send him to L.A. That would be a uh, a nice swap for Westbrook. Mm. Westbrook were harder. Uh, the 76ers are not looking to trade Ben Simmons till the offseason. Like, what the hell is this? I don't know, man. 
It's uh, I, I, I don't understand that situation at all. They're, I, I mean, they still think they can get anything for Ben Simmons at this point is like amazing to me. Yeah, like why? Why would somebody want to trade for a player that's out the whole season and can't shoot and can't shoot? <laughs> and he's making thirty million dollars a year for the next, you know, four years. Yeah, it's like it's like a a, a player that blew both his knees. That's what I feel feels like it is. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can trade him. I just don't. You're not, you you're just not going to get back anything, and you shouldn't expect to get anything back. Like the fact that they think that they're just going to you know roll back a couple stars and some picks is like. Beyond me, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I was just say, I wonder. I wonder what what, what the those other teams offered him, offer for him. Um, the ones that d- didn't have stars but offered some players for him. Because mm-hmm. I remember at one point there was rumors that uh, Portland offered like three first round picks for him, and they turned that down. Yeah, but, I mean, he's I mean, defensively a great player, offensively needs some work, just has to be more aggressive. But I mean, I feel I feel like that could be fixed up with coaching. Mm-hmm. Question on on baseball. How do you feel about David Ortiz getting into the Hall of Fame, or do you care? As much as I hate, as much as I hated him when he played, he's a very. He's one of those guys you can't, you can't, you just can't, you can't hate him, man. He's a big poppy, man. Um, just <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying about that. I'm not saying. I, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, in terms of who he is and who he was on the baseball field, there's no doubt he's a Hall of Famer. But I know these people, you know, that won't vote for Bonds or Clemens. But we'll vote for Ortiz. It just seems kind of, I, I don't know. And obviously, you know, Ortiz wasn't as, if he was a steroid user, wasn't as obvious as Clemens and Bonds. Yeah, but it wasn't really he, wanted, he wasn't really caught and then write a book about it and stuff like that. Yeah, but if you yeah. want to go, if you want to go on that, right on the hard data, that Bonds and Clemens were never caught technically. They were, they never tested yeah. po- po- any sort of positive test or anything like that. So. I don't know. That's it's like a. I feel like if you're gonna vote for for Ortiz, like you can't then not vote for Bonds because he's a steroid guy. Yeah, but I think it's like it's kind of like the, uh, like those those were the first guys that uh, people people yeah no th- I, I thought get, of I yeah. And then I think I think when uh, more when Ortiz and uh, was playing, it was like a common use that guys took steroids and people were fine with it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, I feel it's kind of like, uh, like when, uh, like the Euro step, right? Like, like people, like the first people to like abuse the Euro step was like James Harden. So that's why they hate him so much sometimes. Mm-hmm. But now the, there's other guys that now everybody does it. It's just acceptable. Like when, yeah. when James Harden first started doing it, there was like, oh, he's fucking traveling. He's walking. He's doing this. And now everybody does it. Nobody really says anything about it anymore. True. But definitely deserving. Um, one of the uh, Red Sox greats mm-hmm. uh, cost the Yankees some uh, some World <laughs> Series. And he's just a lovable guy. Great personality. Just, I mean, you can't really say anything bad about him. No. So, I mean, he de- definitely deserve it. I'm looking forward to see some of the other guys that got in as well. So, Then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of uh, JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So today, 
did uh, got a, a braised beef in a in a red wine mushroom sauce. Okay. Um, no cheese here on this one, Rich. So. <laughs> so this this is a I've I've done braised short ribs. I've done some braised beef, and 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 usually you know it's it's hard to get it um, at the right temperature, the right braising temperature. Uh, so this one I did. Um, I, I I browned all the meat. I uh, got a chuck roast. I browned all the meat. Um, uh, just in some uh, on a on the stove in some high olive oil heat. Uh, took that out, set that aside, turned down the heat a little bit. Um, threw in some onion, uh, salt, pepper, and uh, some smashed garlic. Uh, got that all you know frying up. You can do carrots too, but my wife doesn't like carrots, so no carrots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you get that all fried up, then uh, throw a little bit of tomato paste, mix that in. Um, and then uh, a little bit of flour, get a nice little uh, mixture going there, and then a full bottle of red wine. So it's got to be like a lighter red wine, so like a Pinot Noir or something like that. Um, okay. Throw that in with the mushrooms, um, and then throw the you let that cook for like stir it up, let it cook for a couple minutes. Uh, put in you put your beef back in. So the mistake here sometimes people make is you want the beef to be in a like a single layer but you want the beef to be slightly out of the liquid mm-hmm. um, so it just it just braises it better because you're gonna cover it and you're gonna put it in so you're gonna get some uh, condensation back and it's gonna kind of like uh, steam it right so put that back in through some time in there some some sprigs of time and then got brought that to a boil and then threw it in the oven at 350 degrees for three hours so over that time you know the sauce cooks down becomes more you know, less liquidy, more of like a like a uh, you know solid sauce there, and then then the the meat was like fall apart. You know, the second you touch it with your fork, um, it's almost like a, a I would say it's similar to like maybe not maybe like a thicker beef stew. Oh, that's great. But but with like the red wine taste uh, sauce, which I really like the taste of those sauces, and the the beef wasn't like stew beef. It was like a it was like a good chuck roast. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a little more tender than than I know that stew beef can get a little dry. So yeah, it it, it turned out really well. And then, and then I made some some roasted potatoes to go with it. Oh, nice. And uh, what what'd you drink that down with? All right. So this week, going with another another classic mixed drink, locale, the Moscow Mule. But this was oh. this one. I know I know this is a big time summer drink. People love these. Uh, probably drink about twelve of them. But I. I was going to do like a fresh, like ginger beer, lime, fresh lime juice, do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of ran out of time. So what I did instead is I got a, I had a, like a, a, one of those organic mixes. They do them for everything like margaritas and Bloody Marys and all that. I usually uh-huh. don't, I usually don't like those. So I like to do fresh lime juice. And when I do stuff like that, I don't like to get all this. There's a lot of sugar in those, but this one didn't have a, a lot of sugar in it. Okay. So basically just mix that up, you know, make sure everything's mixed together. Pour your vodka on top, uh, mix that in, squeeze the lime, and then throw some uh, club soda on top. And it actually came out really good. It tasted just like, you know, uh, I would say pretty as close to a fresh Moscow mule as you can get. That was, uh, yeah, had a couple of those and good to go. Have you ever seen those in like flavors, like different flavors or just? The mules? Yeah. 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 I've seen them in different flavors. This was just a standard um, ginger beer lime mixture. So I think gotcha. the key is the key is a ginger beer, and then they can kind of you can kind of change around. You can add some different flavors onto it. But that was uh that was that was what I did. Just the just the standard. 
Oh, nice. I mean, you can't go wrong with the with the standard, the classic. So nope. And uh, yeah, next week we'll have a first first beer review from since uh, since uh, December. Oh snap! You about to relapse. <laughs> 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 um, I also have a uh, my adventures of making homemade pasta next week as well. Oh, nice! It's not it all looks, cracked it, up to be. No, it looks very uh, tedious. It's not hard. It's just yeah, tedious. Because it looks like if uh, like uh, when I see you want to do it in a machine, like you know when they're like stringing it out, like if it like if you don't hold it right, it's gonna it's gonna break and mess up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is no I mean no holding, just uh, rolling it out with a rolling pin and uh, um, cutting it up. Now you gotta take some pictures of that too. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> no, no, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then, uh, I mean, this week going through some shows. Uh, we got some new shows come out, some returning shows. How how far did you get with uh with those art? I think I'm on episode five. Okay. We just I just saw um he's trying. Uh, how far did you get? Uh, I think I'm on the same one. I think the last one I saw was when um homegirls having a heart attack. Oh, the um, uh, Darlene. Nope, I didn't see that one yet. Oh shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the, last, the last one I saw was. Uh, I thought that was five. I thought it was on. Maybe I'm on four. Uh, when Ruth, uh, when when uh, what's his face, Jason Bateman. I can't think of his name right now in the show. Uh, he's trying to to sell, he was trying to buy Ruth's heroin. I'm guessing. And I don't don't know. I'm assuming it's because he wants a holdover while Javi is uh, won't 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 bring him the heroin to the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That was that was the end of the last one I just saw. Okay. Yeah. I think the next one is that one. Okay. Sorry to give it away. No, it's all right. I I, I should have known what, where I was at. But uh, yeah. I mean, so far so good, man. I can't believe they give us a part one, a seven episodes for a part one. They better give us like another ten episodes for a part two. Don't give me like I think it's fourteen oh, okay. episodes. Yeah, fourteen I about episodes. To, I'm about to say, don't give me like a, a seven and a four. That's that's not even. Yeah. They might as well just they might as well just give us the whole thing from the jump if that was the case. I mean, so far, like I said, so far so good. Hating the sun, but I feel like he's gonna save everybody. Yeah. I, I don't know how. <laughs> Yeah, he's. It's funny how like him and Charlotte have kind of like swapped positions. Like Jonah used to be kind of like the no, no, like you know, let's listen to mom and dad, let's do this, let's do that. And Charlotte was like, no, no, no. And now she's like, you know, running the business partly, and and Jonah's uh, the one that's like, uh, I want nothing to do with these people. Oh yeah, and then the, then they got the the investigator guy. I mean, he's <laughs> some, he just needs to get killed, man. I mean, yeah, he, I feel like... <laughs> he, he's about to. I think I feel like it's coming. Yeah, or, or he's gonna he's gonna like go to the police or something. Uh, or or I feel like he's not who he says he is. Yeah. Um. Because uh, why why you know at this point why would someone want that signature that bad? At that point, I would just freaking forge it. I'd be like, here you go. Dude. Yeah, because he's like he's like yeah, I need a signature or or the body. Like who says <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. But like I feel I feel like he might be secretly like the husband. Uh, and, uh, oh, he might be. But I don't know, man. Or, or, or he he's connected to somebody. He's tied in somewhere. Yeah, like maybe uh maybe she said she had him like uh like if she doesn't if she, like you know how people have like check ins like every week like if she if she doesn't check in for a certain period of time. Oh, come find me. Find me, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's actually that's probably probably more what it, what it's like, what's going on. But we never know. He could just be a regular investigator that's gonna die. So yeah. 
Well, they did. They did kick it off with the car accident. So I wonder. How, I wonder if that is that episode seven or is that uh, in the part two? So yeah, that was a weird way to start it. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, something's gonna happen though because uh, it doesn't look like that was a regular truck. I mean, there was no reason no. why that truck truck should should have been on that side of the road. Nope, I agree. So I wonder if it had to do with the uh, the Kansas City mob or something else, mm-hmm. or or Darlene did something. Darling. And then outside of that, I mean, just uh, watching Too Hot to Handle, another trash trash reality TV show. I think that's it. Just going through some other stuff. That's uh, probably reality stuff. But I don't want to. I don't want people to judge me, so I won't. I won't air that out. <laughs> it's a judgment free zone, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still not giving it up. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's. Pre- I think that's pretty much it. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich, enjoy championship weekend. Oh, definitely will. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>